Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one website for expert investment analysis. Buy, Hold, Sell is a weekly show where two fund managers share their views on a selection of listed companies in their area of expertise. Buyers and sellers are what make the market, and you'll find that our guests don't always agree on the stocks being covered. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be the first to receive new episodes each week. If there are stocks you'd like our guests to discuss, let us know by leaving a comment in the review segment. Remember, the views expressed in this show are not recommendations to invest. You should seek appropriate investment advice before making any investment decisions. And of course, please read the disclaimer in the show's notes. Let's get into the show. Hello and welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets. My name's James Marley and today we're doing something a little different. We're going global and we're looking at six market leaders. The trick is my guests today can only pick one out of each of the pairings as their preferred options. I'm joined by Andrew Clifford from Platinum Asset Management and Jacob Mitchell from Antipodes. Now gentlemen, let's start with e-commerce. The two stocks that I'm asking you to choose between are Amazon and Alibaba. Jacob, if you had to pick one, which would it be and why? Look. Alibaba is at a valuation today where um, it, it basically is discounting a, a, a shrinking and a, you know, a, a business that's shrinking pretty quickly. So why is it so cheap? You could argue it's because the competitive environment in, you know, is, is intensified and uh, it's facing competition from uh, PDD, Meituan, and Alibaba has decided to take all those fights on. So you know, it's losing probably 40% of its operating profits to loss-making ventures. Now, even allowing for that, the P multiple is, let's call it, 10 times. Um, and uh, it still is the dominant third-party platform business in China. Now, yes, there's issues around third-party versus we'd prefer to be in a first-party business like JD, which is what we own. Um, but the stock is so cheap that it's a buy. Okay. Alibaba or Amazon Andrew, which would you own? Oh, you got to go with Baba for sure. I mean, as Jacob said, like this is in you know very depressed trading conditions. Um, there's a lot of other things hidden there. You're not paying for uh, the cloud business and whatever. Um, but it's going to be a long road here. But I'd also point out with Amazon that this is a stock I don't think you want to touch. We all know the beauty of Amazon Web Services. It is a fantastic business, like the Azure business or the cloud business in Google. But its e-commerce business is deeply challenged. This is a business that's doubled its revenues for flat profits over three years. It's had Amazon Prime, it's had advertising revenues, it's had everything going for it. If we were looking at that business standalone, you would be running for the hills, right? And it's about inflation, and yes, they're putting up prices, but big employer, unionising workforce, I think their e-commerce business is challenged. Mm -hmm. So, easily Baba. Okay, Baba takes the gong for both of you. Let's go to social media. Facebook or Meta and Weibo. Andrew, if you had to pick one of the two, which would it be and why? Yeah, well, it's a really hard one because, you know, Weibo, which is sort of like for people, it's like the Instagram or Instagram Twitter of China. Two, three years ago, they got completely smashed by the appearance of TikTok's cousin in uh, China, took away all the eyeballs, advertising revenues collapsed. So the stock's on its knees, 
obviously, Facebook, Meta, facing similar challenges on getting eyeballs, on the changes in advertising uh, with Apple, but we're yet to hear about what Google are going to do that with the Android system. It's, uh, they're both interesting to think about. I've uh, got to buy one, I'll go with Meta. Okay. Just. Jacob, same question for you. Meta or Weibo, which would it be and why? Um, Weibo, <laughs> predominantly because, look, Chinese internet has been hit by the equivalent of a, you know, a category five cyclone. And you know, US mega cap tech is, it's just, there's some clouds on the horizon. Maybe it's raining, but you know, thing, and the competitive environment, as Andrew points out in the US, is gonna intensify. Um, but, the, but China's just so far down that path and you've been hit by the regulatory changes which we think are coming to an end. So uh, look, the stocks like Weibo are basically trading at very attractive take private valuations. Do I think it's the best opportunity in Chinese internet? Definitely not. But uh, it, for me, it's at book value with you know, assets and cash, it's a buy. Okay. All righty, final pairing, Alphabet or Baidu? If you had to own one, which would it be and why? Not Alphabet. <laughs> um, look, predominantly because it is that company, it sort of is Facebook 12 months uh, early, right? Like you can see its business is going to decelerate aggressively in the next 12 months. Uh, you know, real consumer spending in the US has just gone negative. Okay, so we are going into a tougher economic environment in the US. It is going to impact these advertising businesses. And, um, you know, YouTube is very exposed to, to TikTok and it's trading on a, you know, double the multiple of Facebook. So, look, there's just a lot of gravity in valuations now. Uh, and I think it's a, it's a dangerous investment. So, would have to go with. I do. Is that all? But, you <laughs> know, purely on valuation grounds. But once again, this is not the stock I'd want to own in Chinese internet. Okay. You've said that twice now. I'm going to come back to you for the, for, for the answer. I want to know the, the Chinese stock you want to own. The ones we own. <laughs> <laughs> Same question yeah. to you. Alphabet or Baidu, which would you own and why? Yeah, so I'm going to go with Baidu and I would agree with absolutely everything Jake said about Alphabet. Like, I mean, I think he summarised it really nicely. Um, and again, Baidu is not something we own. We think about it a lot. But if you look at it, it's had a very difficult time for five years. They're losing market share in search. Um, now with the opening up of you know, sort of the walled gardens in China, they're starting, like there's a bit of an opportunity for them there. You know, they've got some pretty interesting developments in smart transportation. They're sort of into the automated vehicles, but also some pretty cool stuff around managing, you know, traffic systems and whatever in downtown areas. I think they're working on 30 different um, cities. So. I, I think Baidu, but you know, it's not a like, um, you know, I think there's, there's more to be understood there yet. Mm -hmm. Alrighty, so to finish up, rather than being confined by the limitations of the pairing we've put together, I've asked you to pick a company that you've identified as a leader in a global industry that you think has a really compelling outlook. Yeah. Andrew, we'll start with you. So the stock's BMW. I think we are poised for a great five to 10 years for autos, generally. First of all, we've had three very poor years of auto sales in China. Globally, they've been weak for two years. Um, we have great reasons to go out and buy a new car in terms of electrification, uh, autonomous features before they become fully autonomous. They are 
a leader in electric vehicles. At one stage there, they were matching Tesla in sales. Not so much today, but they will again, I believe. The profitability is high, I think sustainable. We're buying it at 60% of book value, four times last year's earnings. Got to admit this year with what's going on in Europe and China, they're big markets, you know, probably a bit of uncertainty about this year. 7% dividend yield to wait. That would be uh, my pick. Okay. Jacob, same question for you. A global leader that you think has got the, the potential to deliver some performance over the next few years? Uh, just so it happens to be another German company, uh, Siemens. We just see it as a great way to play what we think is a very long duration capital spending cycle. And um, you know, onshoring is real. Uh, governments are, are focusing on security of supply chains. Um, we're getting decarbonisation is a you know, 20 year story of investment in hard power assets and uh, or, you know, let's call it re-engineering manufacturing supply chains. I mean, BMW would be a big client of Siemens because they've got to take a, you know, a, a, an assembly line that is making uh, internal combustion engines and turn it into an assembly line making EVs. That's going to take a lot of Siemens kit. Now, the beauty with Siemens is that it makes the hardware and the software. At 12 times, for a business that historically was cyclical, we think is becoming less cyclical, uh, very cheap. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's one thing our guests agree on. They want to own the Chinese tech stories over the US at the moment. They've given us a couple of ideas around some global leaders that they think have got a great growth pipeline ahead of us. I hope you enjoyed that unique episode of Buy, Hold, Sell. And remember, keep checking back on our YouTube channel. We've got fresh content coming for you every week. Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis. Register for free at livewiremarkets.com to discover more exclusive investing articles, videos, and podcasts.